0: This episode is brought to you by the fine folks at NordVPN. Take advantage of a special holiday season deal for LaserTime listeners only. Go to nordvpn.com/lasertime and use the code LaserTime to get up to seventy three percent off your NordVPN plan, plus a bonus gift.
1: everybody and welcome to episode 449 of Edgy Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Repares, coming to you from the Dan Strothman Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the you Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me in the studio?
0: Chapped ass, Chris Antista.
1: And <laughs> Matt 117. And that's it. It's a big week. Halo just came out. Halo Infinite, the biggest game of the year. They wait until everybody's already
0: compiled all their game of the year shit, <laughs> and then they they spring this on us. Yeah, I I have yeah. been playing it semi nonstop since I downloaded it this this evening of recording. With the exception, I literally chapped my ass uh, this weekend, and I literally had to get in bathtub. Yes, uh, I I went to a Christmas parade with my friend and her children, and then I'm like uh, after like an hour, I'm like I can hold your kid. Let me hold your kid. Let me hold the three-year-old for a little bit. Take I don't know this off if I want to know how this relates to you chapping your ass. Hold on, hold on. And then, like after I'm so out of shape after two blocks, I'm just like, kill me, kill, kill me. <laughs> how did she do this? How did she hold this kid for an hour? And I just decided this week to get my exercise schedule back up. So I've been doing four miles every day up and downhill. And the yes, the, today I I kept my. Denim jeggings on my, <laughs> and I literally chaffed my. I was like moving around like, God damn, my ass crack hurts, and I had to draw a bath and sit in it like Bugs Bunny. He,
2: oh. oh, like, <laughs> you need some of that uh, manscaped crop reviver, crop duster stuff, <laughs>
3: crop
0: reviver. I should have <laughs> some at this table. You guys mind if I apply it on microphone? Go for it, man. <laughs> God, the
3: hey, are doing the hey Chris,
2: your balls. Well thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Got
0: it. laughs> yeah, thanks for not wailing on us for once, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> all about the butt today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's man. all down in the same vicinity, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yes, man. that that would actually be weird if you manscaped and stopped at the asshole. Like the, like the asshole is where it was the hairiest. Like that's odd. That is that, odd. Like the yeah,
1: actual that, asshole? Like the, the fleshy Pardon? Uh, well, I guess the the you know
2: the inner cheeks are round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how do we get here? How yeah, get that, here? That,
0: <laughs> my asshole what? looks like bit from Tron.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I
0: promise the shows
1: about video games uh, and Halo. We're gonna talk about Halo. Yeah, I'm we're excited to talk about, about another uh, Halo game. Halo and Solar Ash that we missed last week, which is great, and a bunch of other stuff. But first. We typically start the show off with a top five. And as we are now officially entering winter, probably, I don't know what, what the actual dates are. It dictates when, when seasons begin, but... Uh,
0: we're winter. You're, you're yeah, safe. Yeah, we're
1: winter. Fine. December. Let's talk about something we've never talked about on this show, which, of course, is snowball safety. Huh? Very important. That's, don't go to the
2: snow. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, don't let California, somebody spit your cum into the, <laughs> the
0: Don't let anybody <laughs> spit your cum into your mouth. My <laughs> mind fans. also goes <laughs> to
1: that that click scene. But uh no, uh Snowball safety, which you can practice by not getting into snowball fights in real life, only in video games. And that's what we're gonna talk about. That oh, was sure. my well, very yeah, lame mean, roundabout way of introducing the top five topics. Uh, so oh. not snowball
2: safety. Like, don't eat more than two snowballs at a time because they are delicious. But that would be bad for you. A they, different snowballs.
1: That's snowball a lot of
3: coconut.
0: That's true.
2: That's, but I, I, I like it. them. I do like a snowball
1: or a lot <laughs> the of cum, depending. But I. Jesus. Jesus
0: our dirtiest show in a while
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see what happens Dirty when Christmas we don't everyone. have a guests we're worried about impressing my yeah. gosh <laughs> uh,
0: yeah I was, I'm gonna throw away the joke I had about my snowball balls are only found under my giant snow dick but uh, <laughs> which is something I do make in the snow whenever I see of course it. you do of course you do I, I haven't been around it that much it's kind of astounding well, to uh, see how high you can get
3: that
2: stuff he's called a snowman for a reason Chris <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Brussels. Sprouts, <laughs> snowball fights, In snowball games, fights. It's something fight. I, I was.
1: I did want to make it like uh, you know snowball fight tutorials because there are a yeah. few of those where it's just like let's show you how combat works without actually getting you into combat. It's just like oh the characters are kids and they're just throwing snowballs at each other and this is teaching mm-hmm. you the basics of movement and and shooting or whatever but uh there aren't very many of those so uh yeah we'll just expand it to some of the the coolest most memorable snowball fights and just do a really low stakes top five where we reminisce about fun winter scenes in some of our favorite games so yeah let's just jump right into that right after this
0: Friends, we have said it before, but here at the LaserTime Time Network, we consume a lot of content for quote-unquote research purposes, especially around the holidays. But there are times
3: when it's nearly impossible to find a particular holiday special or movie that isn't available here in the U.S. for some reason. That's why we couldn't be happier that NordVPN provides an easy to use workaround.
2: With just one click, we can access content from 59 different countries safely and securely so we can get the games, TV shows, and movies we need to do our jobs. That
3: also means we can access international content as soon as it's available in other countries without having to wait for it to come to the States. Can you imagine if we had access to something like this back in the 80s and 90s with Japanese
0: game releases? Oh man. And if you're traveling out of the country for the holidays, rest assured NordVPN will help you ensure you Never miss an episode of your favorite show as soon as it airs back home. Doing some holiday
2: shopping? You can even find discounts on games, movies, TV shows, and streaming subscriptions by taking advantage of international sales and pricing. Speaking of sales,
3: right
0: now, NordVPN is offering a special holiday season deal for LaserTime listeners. Go to NordVPN.com slash LaserTime and use the code LASERTIME to get 73% off your NordVPN plan plus a bonus gift. This offer will not last long, so go to NordVPN.com slash laser time and use the code LaserTime. that's one word laser time to get your bonus gift and up to 73% off. What are you waiting for? Do it!
3: hold up what is going on there with your body here? it's time to trim those trees groom Santa's beard deck the halls and shave the balls clean up Candy Cane Lane tidy up that elf on the shelf shovel some snow down below in other words, it's time to trim the, the hair, hair down
0: there the hair. Gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season with two Manscaped Holiday Bundles. The Manscaped Perfect Package 4.0 Luxury Grooming Gift Kit includes the following.
2: The Lawnmower 4.0 with advanced skin-safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts. The Crop Preserver
0: Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant.
2: Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner to keep your precious groiner mints. As fresh as a newly cut Christmas tree.
0: And the Magic Mat Disposable Shaving
2: Mats. Not to be confused with this Magic Mat. Plus, the Perfect Package 4.0 includes two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, valued at $39.99. And the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxers, valued at $19.99. And if you want to go big while making
0: certain body parts look big, upgrade to the Performance Package 4.0, which includes everything from the Perfect Package 4.0, plus the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer with proprietary skin-safe technology. It'll help you whack those nasty little weeds in your delicate holes.
2: Manscaped also offers tons of items that would make perfect stocking stuffers, like the Crop Mop Ball Wipes, the Foot Duster Foot Deodorant made to fight odors of the dirtiest feet, Or the Refined Cologne, a clean and fresh scent designed for the refined gentleman. Get 20%
3: off plus free shipping with the code Lasertime at Manscaped.com. That's 20%
2: off with free shipping at Manscaped.com by using the code Lasertime.
0: One word. It's time to join the Manscaped movement. This is Snow Joke. Say it loud and proud. Manscaped. Manscaped. Your balls balls will thank you. you. And we're back to talk about what snowball fight. Don't eat the yellow snow. I was gonna ask it. If either of you ever been in a snowball fight? Yeah, when I yes. was a kid. Yes, as a kid. Yeah. Not, I mean, not I, like at we the were...
1: professional level, but you know. Uh, I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> You There's know, did okay. Little kids go to snowball now, regionals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: dudes in paintball masks. I, I'll and... be honest. Like, I I remember there like there was more snow when I grew up, and then it just gradually went away over the years. To the point, where like I think I've seen like one decent snowfall in the last fifteen years. Mm, yeah,
0: um, I, I had to go to Tahoe to do it. Like, and I grew up in Florida, so like we got w- snow once in my entire life. My first twenty years of life. And it didn't accumulate, so there was no snowball fight there. Mm-hmm. I think we tried when I was like in my late twenties when we were in Tahoe, and they got eighty inches. But I don't think I've ever really been in a true snowball fight. I- I'm just—I don't even know how dangerous it is or isn't.
2: I, th- I think I've been in one. Like we-, we took like a class field trip over the mountains or something, and and we we did some like sledding and snowball fights. And mm-hmm. the problem with the, like a snowball fight, at least in California, at least where we were, the San Bernardino Mountains really icy snow yeah, right? yeah. and so you, you get hit that snowball yeah yeah you are you're getting like a bloody lip somebody, someone's eyes going I, out so it was I not had a, a i had great a snowball time.
0: i was selling christmas trees with the boy scouts uh and i swear this doesn't lead to me being molested i i but i would take the the snow from from the truck that the trees would bring in because they were bringing the trees in from up north and i packed it into a snowball and saved it for like two years in my freezer because it's like the only time I'd been able to see snow. That shit was like a giant rock. Like, what the fuck? I, can you actually get hit in the face with something like that? I mean, you
2: shouldn't throw snowballs at your friends' faces, which means probably as teenage kids, that's all we would have done if yep. we lived in snowy env. I'm sure people in the Midwest and the East Coast are just laughing. What oh yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, like you want to see some
1: fucking snow? You come out to where I live. No, yeah. you know, I, I have I have fond memories of hitting my friends in the face and stuffing snow down people's shirts and Hell yeah. especially down the, the backs only of one? their shirts. My favorite thing I ever did. Did you guys
2: fights as kids? Huh? I did those. Did you guys ever do dirt clawed no. fights as kids? No. Okay, this might have been a desert Maybe kid it thing. Maybe at Woodstock like, 94. This is a desert kid thing. Of, like, yeah, instead of snowball fights, we would just huck the the rocks that are basically compacted dirt at watch wow. each other.
3: Yeah.
0: My, my favorite thing I ever did with snow... Uh, my friend, we were... It was it, same Tahoe trip. We were in the we were in a blockbuster. And he's like, dude, I didn't know they made a Flight of the Navigator 2. And he points down. I'm like, get down next to Flight of the Navigator. I'm like, what? And he just lets out this massive fart into my face. <laughs> totally got me. And it snowed, it snowed so much. Uh, the empty swimming pool at the motel we were staying at, like, completely filled with new powder. And we were, like, oh, wow. digging down wow. and able to, like, dig little hobbit holes. And... Uh, Uh, I'll never forget. I got my revenge. He was like, dude, look how deep I dug my hole. I pulled all of my pants down, stuck my bare ass in his hole, let a beautiful, long, high, hard one out, and then caved in his snow. (laughs) 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 Caved in his entrance. (laughs) Buried him with my fart.
2: Wasted effort, though, because that's sort of the beauty of snow is the air is so cold. You can never smell your farts out there on the mountain. <laughs> it's it's like, I it's know, like but a
1: the,
0: refrigerated the fart. Sound, the, the sound of him giggling and groaning. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like one of my funniest memories. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs>
1: well, speaking of injuring your friends with snowballs, uh, let's just start with this. Number five. Freezer coming, freezer coming. fun
2: wintry this music sounds like some final
1: fantasy shit wow mm-hmm. yeah this is uh final fantasy tactics advance oh, and god damn and it. i think it's what comes to a lot of people's minds when you say snowball fights in games because i don't know if, if either of you've played final fantasy tactics advance
0: i downloaded it the first day i got my vita and i'm getting to it
1: not, not Tactics. Tactics Advance. It's a different game. It's, oh, is
0: it not, it's not for the uh, Game Boy Advance? It is for the Game Boy Advance,
1: but it's not Final Fantasy Tactics for the Game Boy Advance. It is a new Final Fantasy Tactics game that revolves around three kids from the real world named uh, Marsh, Mute, and Ritz. True and, story, and uh <laughs> they get transported into the world of uh, Ivalis or Ivalis. Or oh, sure, oh, okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Chris, Chris understood
0: that reference, right? I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you
3: said three kids from the real world. Yeah,
0: Damn. oh,
2: <laughs> California.
0: <laughs> and he got he got you with John from Venice or the Venice season. There it is. Um. Uh, wow.
2: Yeah. No, I I didn't. Yeah, I didn't play this one because. Yeah. I feel like you know I, I I just assumed like oh this is just a port
1: of nope. Final Fantasy Tactics the Game Boy Advance yeah oh, a, port,
0: a port of a spinoff I couldn't have been less interested <laughs> yeah
1: but it's it's I think it's it's one of my possibly top ten Game Boy Advance games really wow. yeah it's it's really good and it starts off in the real world in a town called Saint Elise. not the not the show man relax uh, give a puck and and like. <laughs> It's it's real to the point where like you know they talk about like oh if you could go into any game what would it be and like I'd pick Final Fantasy and, like <laughs> okay yeah you, you know this, I'd pick the bouncer coming
0: soon this, <laughs> this was a, <laughs> no this was
1: really? a real game this is a real game and the tutorial for your very first battle is just the three main characters and a bunch of other kids in a schoolyard having a snowball fight that is being uh, refereed by one of the teachers. And it it really is just to teach you the basics of, like, here, you can move, and then you have this many squares to move, and then you can throw a snowball, and then you the, the way that you face at the end matters. It's easier to hit opponents from the sides or the back. Wait, are you,
2: can you literally have XCOM moments in this where you're like next to the dude in their face and then like whiff with a 99% chance to hit snowball and possibly I don't I
1: don't know that I've if if there's a chance to hit certainly not in the snowball fight I think you attack and you will hit
2: okay okay so it's not like
1: not that
2: tactical yeah and
1: and it hasn't gotten to the point where like you know you're in the fantasy world and the like, every fight has a judge who shows up and enforces arbitrary rules. Like, you can only use staves in this fight. You're like, what he the fuck is the a judge. stave? He come, the judge. Mm-hmm. He come the judge. Yeah, laugh in reference. Very timely. Yeah. Uh, I am so what?
2: current. I only speak to people who wa- not, not grew up in that era, I watched it on mm-hmm. Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. Shock Shardier. it to me.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> but, yeah, here's what the snowball fight sounds like oh uh, yeah G- gba music was like simultaneously really cool and like man listen to all the f- the fuzz and distortion in those yeah. instruments yeah.
2: i'll tell
1: you at any time i confirm something with
2: either the uh circle or the b button i want it to sound like it in that clip those little like final mm. fantasy menu yep. chirps mm-hmm. like oh
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, I I, I don't, neither here nor there, this is maybe just a sad plea for some ideas or help. I I got a real hanker in here to get a Game Boy Advance, hollow it out, and turn it into, like, this portable emulation machine. I
1: mean, I I
0: kind of, like, it might be my favorite portable experience, the Game Boy SP. Like, OG
2: Game Boy Advance, or are we talking SP.
0: Uh, SP, just yeah. the foldable one, something you could like always keep in your bag. Maybe have a USB charge for it. Man, that'd be really cool.
2: I, f- I feel I'd like, like a lot of it. those Amazon Chinese knockoff micro consoles. Yeah. Oh are no, I based was I, a few
0: months ago. I was looking into YouTube channels like build it out of the actual hardware.
2: Oh wow. Oh okay. shit. Like okay, hollow it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll
0: hollow it out, and then so, so it's sturdy as fuck. Yeah. The, the, keep the buttons. The, the one time I, I ever tried
1: to do anything like that was install a backlight kit on my OG GBA, and I just bricked the thing. So.
0: I mean, oh. yeah, that's, I feel like that's the worst-case scenario here, but I should have... I do I gotta find my Game Boy or uh, my NES Game Boy SP. That thing was super cool. I right would there. assume...
2: I, I, honestly, the hardest part is probably soldering the controls, right, with yeah, whatever probably, board you're right.
0: using, like, figuring that out. Yeah, a home project. Just, I'm, I'm super nostalgic for GBA games at this point because they, they always felt, like, less of a priority if you had home consoles and weren't, like, constantly on the go. Once we started traveling for work a lot, like I was very easy to dump money into portable games. But back in the day, I had to ration, so I never got to play shit like this. And there was a ton of great uh, square content in general on the GPA oh, that I totally missed out on. Yeah. And and this,
1: um, getting back to the game, so the the snowball fight isn't just like, oh, random kids. It's a bunch of bullies. You, as, as Marsh, or Marsh, oh, however you pronounce his name, he's the new kid. Uh, Mute is, like, M-E-W-T is his name, and he is the, uh, like, the school nerd. All the bullies pick on him and, you know, tease him for reading all the time. And so, of course, they, they all gang up on him. It's like, he's the easy target! We gotta score points! And Ritz is the tomboy who can't stand to see these pathetic losers get picked on and tries to stand up for them. And, uh, and they all become fast friends, but the snowball fight, of course, ends when uh mute gets hit really hard with a snowball and is injured and then March picks up the snowball and it's like, Hey, there's a rock in here. Someone's pegging oh, him with a rock it's like, Ah, he's lame, he deserves it. Like I thought you were gonna say it
2: ended when someone summoned Bahamut and he threw a snowball from like, I, outer space or some shit. I
0: was re- refraining from telling that story that my grandpa would tell me he told it's me stories growing up in Little Italy, New York. Uh this son of a bitch was bothering me at school, so I waited until we were having a big snowball fight and I started shoving rocks into these uh. motherfucking snowballs just for that little motherfucker. And he just starts beating him with a. Uh, that's oh. not exactly how my grandfather talked, but uh, uh, it's close. <laughs> but yeah, wow. he said to, to take out his enemies in a snowball fight, he'd throw a rock in one.
2: That's assault, yeah. brother. That's- yeah. <laughs> That's-
0: and I think he was getting beat up by these guys, uh, so it was, it was the only time he could take revenge with plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. Not get his ass kicked mm-hmm. further. He
2: should have had a Final Fantasy summon in his back yeah. pocket. Yeah, true. <laughs>
1: it's not like, so whenever there'd be a so- snowball fight, I'd hit him with a sword. This motherfucker <laughs> never saw coming. A
0: fucking rainbow whale comes down from the goddamn moon. Uh, hits him with a million lasers. <laughs> 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 Alright, but that that was a cool tutorial
1: from Final Fantasy Tactics Advance but we need to move on to Number Four <laughs> 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 Death. <cloud> <laughs> <laughs> This is a game about manly men doing manly things, and you are playing the the absolute manliest of all of them in a snowball fight.
2: Is this Yakuza 5 snowball fight minigame? This is...
1: You get a victory Oof. jingle because there's not I a love lot new of new text tone. Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't play a lot of this mini game because it was hard as balls, as snowballs. Like the controls, I, I gotta give uh, Ryuga Gotoku credit. Like they try to put like several mini games that are usually like different gameplay types than the Yakuza mm-hmm. series. Like in those games, right? Like I think four had a racing car driving taxi driving minigame yeah well it had taxi sim in addition to a racing sim so they always have something kind of cool and different but this is the, the only the one, one i played that ever had had slot this. car
0: racing <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: oh, two, i think two to three of them have had slot okay, car mm-hmm. racing but uh this this is the only time they tried the snowball fight and i think it was because it's like it was just so balls hard like it's the, yeah. the ai had like impeccable aim and nailed you every time you came around a corner and like it was just a super clunky aiming well, interface yeah. but and, and it's it was
1: not cool. like you know it's it goes into like first person shooter mode but this yeah, is yeah, yeah. it, it's not really built for first person shooting so it, yeah, it just yeah, yeah it's kind of clunky this pops up i think fairly late in the storyline of Saejima six gun Saejima yes. like, yeah this this super tough guy who once shot up a bunch of other yakuza with six guns and went um, to prison for it. He's, he's, Allegedly,
2: and maybe you find out that maybe ooh, something else happened.
1: Ooh, okay.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. You got you got to find out Majima's real yeah. backstory. He, he, he's he's, he's like, one of my favorites.
1: He's like Majima's Aniki, right? He's like his adopted uh, yeah. brother or something. Yeah, his, his, he, he's, his, he's, his he's Senpai, Majima's yeah.
2: Aniki who went to prison for like two to three decades for that alleged like hit. That mm. uh, yeah. And then yeah, when he when he comes into the Yakuza games, he's he's really fun to play because Michael said he's like this big tough. He's like this the muscle right like his his moves are a lot of like wrestling related moves and just super strong stuff i think i can't remember if it was this game or four where like there was an entire hunting mini game devoted to him where you had to go out into the wilderness and like catch you know animals for money but then yeah in this um it's during a snow festival in japan which i had to like ask greg about like are those a big thing and it's like yeah it's like a real real big deal so
1: Ooh. Yeah, but he, he like, so there's, like, an area cordoned off, and he, like, wanders into it. And then, like, an official's like, hey, hey, no, you can't just walk in. You have to register. And it's like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, yeah, no, we have, like, uh, regulated snowball fights here. And you have to sign up and uh, pay an entry fee and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it's it starts off with you just, like, facing down one opponent. And it does get kind of chaotic as as more and more other players come into the arena so yeah just opponents coming from all sides snowballs coming right at you uh not easy but an interesting diversion from the
0: the first google link to this is a reddit page asking for strategy and help completing this (laughs) mode it's (laughs) really hard
1: but
2: it's also like what's it called winter combat yeah, whenever the Yakuza games do this, they tend to like um incorporate like in the people you have to fight or go against. They'll incorporate guys from the side missions in that game, or like even from previous games. Like sometimes you will fight like in their uh, fighting arena mode, characters that do not feature at all in that current game work, but were in previous Yakuza, and it's like, well, wow, they took the time to do that character model just for this like one appearance in this battle arena. So. I would assume the Snowball uh, minigame, like I said, didn't get very far, was was probably similar along those lines. So. Yeah. But uh, uh, it, it's it's a cool where it's taking place, isn't it? If I'm remembering correctly, it's in the Kinecho, the fictional Kinecho city, but it's like down the street from all these huge ice sculptures, right, that you can walk yeah. around and there's some cool mission stuff
1: going on in there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure you're the one who's right. played the 5.
0: Oh, I did... <laughs> Huh. I did. I, I I didn't. It didn't snow when I was in Japan, which is, I think, literally seven years ago to the day. Wow. OK. I was in Japan. And uh, but I, they, I did walk out of like a train station like that is the largest Darth Vader's head ice sculpture I've ever seen. And they're doing it right in front of me. This is this is the greatest place I've ever been to. Just a tw- a twice the size of me.
2: But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, and, and the amount of effort and just like, stuff they add for a minigame is, is pretty, pretty astounding. You know, credit, credit to them.
1: Alright, well let's move along to...
2: Number three! I mean, the other kids was just abusing me,
3: calling me a pervert, throwing snowballs
2: at me. You're just like them, little red-haired bully. Hold on! Which kids? Those ones over there. The tough kids. Damn it!
1: Not the rich kids, f- fancy school like you. All right, what game is this? He said the name. He won the prize. Yeah, he did. bully. He
0: did. It's bully. I, I. It sounded like a Kirk Douglas character from Ren and Stimpy cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Bump you All full right. of lead.
1: Treating us like animals. Uh, animals.
0: <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. Jesus, I used to be able to.
1: Um, so, yeah, that is Rudy the Red-Nosed Santa, Ooh. who is a homeless guy who always dresses like Santa that you befriend over the course of the game. And uh, he's he's been pushed around and, and beaten up by some towny kids. So in the mission Balls of Snow, your job is to get those towny kids back for him by climbing up onto a rooftop with a huge supply of snowballs And uh, hitting as many of them as you can. Those punks scooped my cheese
3: cup and ran away. Time for some payback. Not
1: bad. I want to see some tears. Yeah! Nice work. And it's a pretty one-sided snowball fight. Like, it's just you throwing snowballs at people. They don't really throw them back. However, one of the neat things about Bully is that when it's snowing and you're just walking around campus, you can start a snowball fight pretty much at any time by just grabbing a handful of snow and throwing it at people. And they will inevitably do the same.
3: I searched that kid's room and didn't find one porno. Look at the pimps. we go. Close oh, that mess with Robin. Maybe okay, I like, should like that.
0: more obsessed with that music. That music was great. That <laughs> yeah, was, I right. was, I was when Kevin McAllister started building all his traps. Yeah, that's I was sort waiting of- for
2: Dr. <laughs> Dre to kick in with like an awesome rap. You know, that sounded like a song intro, right? But it, it would be gunshots instead of snowballs hitting people.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, like very Danny Elfman-esque music in Bully. I really liked that a lot.
2: I remember, yeah, well, it was juxtaposed with that bass line, right? The whole mm-hmm. Bully theme song was like, the boom, boom, like boom, that, boom.
0: that walking Rub, bass. Brub, 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 brub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Bells. It Mm -hmm. might be called Balls of Snow. I'm looking at the soundtrack now. Oh, guessing that's what it is.
1: Well, I mean, that's what the mission is. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Starry. Carol the Bells remix. Balls of Snow.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was it was fun. It was it was a cool cool take on snowball fights. I guess Uh, very appropriate to the character. There really should have been more stuff like that. Unfortunately, year round you have to settle for just. Running up to people and punching
2: them. Very, very much in line, though, with the design of Bully and, mm-hmm. and kind of rock star game design at the time, which was like, yeah, go to a thing and we're going to design some kind of mini mission, like a mini game to fit into the campaign. Like the GTA mm-hmm. games would, would occasionally have that. But Bully had a lot of that type of oh, stuff. Okay. It was kind of we talked about Yakuza, like twisting that engine, to do stuff it's not really supposed to. And
1: Bully had a lot of that going on as well. Right. Absolutely. Still still a classic. But, uh, is it as much of a classic as... Number two. Many people would say no.
3: How do you do it? What? Always manage to pull yourself together. Focus. No matter what's happening. Hmm. There's a certain ancient method. Vesemir taught it to me, and Barmin taught it to him. Will you take me into the mountains and make me drink hemlock?
2: The Skellica druids have used it for centuries. It always works.
1: Hey! Uh, the method is throwing a fistful of snow in Siri's face. In yeah. which game? The Witcher 3. You, it was about to
2: kick into a spirited riff with a lute there in the background. Like, yep. That's how you know they're having fun and not killing each
1: other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just—it's the same music, I think, that plays during Gwent matches. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of upbeat Witcher music. But yeah, that is... Geralt, uh, snowball fighting his adopted daughter, Siri, I guess mm-hmm. you could call her. And, and the reason I love this moment, it's just a really good dad moment, right? It's like mm. his daughter is, is stressing out, doesn't know what to do, asks for his advice, yeah. which, is like, she's, uh, every she's failed the test
1: like eight times. Yeah. And you need to cheer her up somehow. And, uh, right, right.
2: Yeah. And, and in the guise of, like, I'm going to teach you this ancient method. And yeah. then, yeah, starts a snowball fight to just loosen her up. You know, it's just like, yeah, just, yeah. enjoy it the alternative to that is
1: saying you don't have to be good at everything which is <laughs> no she does you don't get to say that girl right. fuck you
2: <laughs> now he has such high expectations for sir he really does
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: but no i yeah but, I, I just love it as a moment and it's also sort of a tutorial because it really is in kind of for a
1: tutorial though.
2: yeah but it's just like here it I rarely use my magic in The Witcher games. I mostly just do sword fighting. And so that, that is like the one time in that game I'm like, okay, yeah, this would be like to throw spells all around the field the whole time. I get mm-hmm.
1: it. But, and it's its just like a first-to-eight competition. And, uh, you know, you're trying to hit each other. And Siri, for what it's worth, as much as, you know, you're doing this to cheer her up, she cheats immediately. You'll regret that. Hey, that's cheating. <laughs> when we'll see about that. Yeah, so Siri has that teleportation ability and just starts using it to zip around the uh yep. the snowfield. Yep, no fair. No, no fair whatsoever. Yeah, but hey, it but, makes for makes for good
2: game yeah. gameplay. But yeah. And he... Geralt throws he throws that snowball so weird. Like his animation in this thing is like it's not just like a dude checking a baseball. Like he kind of like there's a flourish to it. It's like mm-hmm. it's like he's casting a spell. Yeah, yeah, kind of.
1: But yeah, I'm I'm glad you like this one because it is it is a neat little scene. Um, and and however you decide win or lose, uh, the the outcome is always the same, and it's what you were trying to achieve all along.
3: You were right. <laughs> that really works. Thanks.
1: Glad to be of service. So you know that every time Geralt needs to collect his thoughts, he just has a snowball fight. <laughs> it just happens off screen in all the Witcher yeah. games. I, I don't think there is a,
2: an ice power. Witchers have though. Just, they just have like ignis, where they light things on fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the opposite of snowball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have yeah. you played this game? You haven't played it? <laughs> no. Oh. I mean, I, I started to. Never mind. No. Yeah, like no. like
2: ninety percent of people who played The Witcher, he started to and probably got bored within the yeah. first hour. I,
0: no, maybe. no, 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 no. It was it was it was wonderful, but it just it was dauntingly huge it's daunting
2: that that's what turned me off to it. when it first came out i couldn't play the witcher for like a good two years because i was so overwhelmed with and, and especially once they started releasing those dlcs i'm like wait it was already a 100 hours mm-hmm. you've added 200 more like jeez. Yeah. but uh yeah. when i finally got through it all it's it's one of my favorite rpgs of all time like
1: with the dlcs too, blood and wine you gotta play blood and wine I wish that they would introduce cross-platform saves for Witcher because I yeah. own it on every platform now. And I have Uh-oh. started it each time thinking like, you know, if and every time I bought it, it was like, you know, oh, I had it for PS4 and was playing it. It's like, but everybody says the PC version is so much better. Oh, well, I better get the PC version. Oh, it's not that much better with my hardware, but on Xbox One X, it's amazing. All right, I'll buy the Xbox version. Oh, but the Switch version is portable and it's compatible with the PC. And pretty soon I just have it on everything. And I've never played past Novigrad. Oh, man. Yeah, there's, there's a ton of that game that I've never uncovered. Never been to Skellige. Never fought a Leshen. Um, but always wanted to. It's, yeah, you're missing some of the
0: these, best. These yeah. are things you'll be shouting out on your deathbed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, I, I mean,
2: I'm not unlike you in that, like, I own the original Witcher. I think mm-hmm. the enhanced edition, actually. And two, mm-hmm. on multiple platforms, haven't touched them yet. Just yeah. because, again, kind of daunting. Daunting coupled with, it's also taking a step back technologically from three a few years each time. So, I'm like, eh, I'll just just yeah. play 3
1: that's good yeah just, just play 3 is my advice like i i at one point decided like oh i i should play through all the games chronologically and witcher 1 like it's good for what it is but it has aged very strangely and like i spent a bunch of time in that and that's why like you know returning to novigrad in 3 was just like oh man it's just like i remember that's so cool but <laughs> uh cuz you spend a lot of time there in 1 but uh but yeah it's yeah. just like eh, just just Jump to the cool one. That's
2: Witcher fine. One is still very squarely a PC mm-hmm. game at its core. Yeah, like it's, well, it's, it's
1: it's weird because it's like a 3D action game that controls uh, almost entirely with the mouse, and the combat is just like hold down the left mouse button. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's it's a little strange.
2: Very menu heavy game. I mean, it's it's great and like if you're into RPGs, there's a lot of depth to Witcher One, but mm-hmm. um, I think I do prefer the console Witchers. But two is the one I hear. It was so good, and I'm like, man, I really should. Maybe they should they should remaster Witcher One and Two. Just come out,
1: put them all- put all three of them out there. Come it might out. not help one. Hmm. Yeah, eh. but uh, two is still pretty, probably still pretty good. Now I remember one of our coworkers at at Games Radar was like, when it came out, it's like this is the first true next gen game, and it's like, but it's on, like it was on PCs at the time. It wasn't even on 360 yeah.
0: yet. Yeah, yeah. It took a long time to get to consoles. It really did.
1: Um. But anyway, so yeah, Witcher 3 has that really, really sweet scene amid all the monster slaying and carnage. But is it the best? No, that goes to a game with far more monster slaying and carnage.
0: You know what I love about you? How you let me finish my sentences. All right.
1: Well, we should probably get going. Yeah.
3: Ow! What the fuck! I'm not even playing. Cause you're a chicken. You're a chicken. <laughs> I hate this kid so
1: much.
0: You want to fuck him up?
3: Yeah, I do. You asked for it. You better run, you little shit. Holy shit! Get to cover! Go! Go!
1: Uh, I love the the quiet, loud, quiet of that <laughs> that scene, and and this game in general, which is what. Last, Last of Us, Us 2. two. Mm-hmm. Part 2. Part 2. So at, at the beginning, again, this is sort of to teach you tactics and combat. Uh, there is a snowball fight that you, like some kids at the, the fort where Ellie lives, pick against you. And uh, so you and Dina get to run around and throw snowballs at them. And it keeps score. And it's it's strangely fun and uh, gets gets really, really messy as you play it.
3: Oh! oh you, fuck that. On that kid! Don't tell your mom. Oh! Suck it! Uh-huh. See you oh. in your face! No. Eat snow, you little shit! <laughs> We're Eat snow.
1: As much as much swearing and like, man, I want to fuck this kid up. There is like, it it really is. It's very friendly, and like you yeah. can tell, like okay, the kids know the the women, and vice versa, and nobody wants to hurt anybody. But even if Ellie sometimes threatens, like if you do that, I'll come over there and fight you for real. And the kid's like, no. It it might be the most lighthearted this game ever gets. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <it's, laughs>
2: I, I I always forget these scenes. Like I think of that that for some reason that whole prologue sequence just kind of all blends together with me. Even like the first first part you're playing as Abby, like the first time you know you're as Abby. Spoilers, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, it's that that stuff you. Once the turn happens in that game and the big thing happens, uh you kind of forget about the whole beginning of that game and it's yeah. like, "Oh yeah. fuck."
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not uh, you can't even play it now and think think for a second, who the fuck is Nick Offerman playing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Was that, that was announced today, wasn't it? He's going to be Bill. What?
0: Yeah, it was. Hmm. Oh, I thought it was going to be Ellie's girlfriend. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Offerman will play Dina. <laughs> that would have been bold. I'm just so in love with you. <laughs> How can
1: you abandon me and our child?
2: Uh, beautiful. But, um, but Listen to me. When I say all the spores, you're going to think I'm talking just a few spores. I mean all the spores. All the
0: spores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Good.
1: <laughs> I, I do like that. Yeah. Win or lose the snowball fight. It uh, ends with a scene that seems to eerily foreshadow things that will happen in later parts of a Last of Us game. Eat it
3: shrimps! Hey! How's it feel? <laughs> no! Get Here! Get help me! Oh, you'll never get away with this! Whoa.
1: <laughs> get off of her, hey, your Ellie. monsters! Help me! <laughs> alright, alright, we actually have some work to do. Oh, man.
3: I guess I asked for that, huh?
1: Yep. Yeah, that she gets, uh, jumped and, like, wrestled to the ground by three kids. Who I guess are just, like, Tickling her or something until you intervene, but it it does look eerily like oh she's being uh, swarmed by infected and chewed on. But yeah, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything. But
2: uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's so too early. <laughs>
1: <so> <laughs> <tough>.
2: <laughs> I mean, the big turn happens pretty early in that game, but yeah, it's still still too too recent, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this this play this, and um, if
1: you just like happy endings,
2: just play up to this part. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Don't play <laughs> anything
1: past this. They're like, well, I got my sixty dollars worth. All right.
2: Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some is... cool like house exploration stuff right yeah. after this. Maybe play that as yeah. well, but that's about it.
0: Didn't right, feel just... my face was held by the my head was held by the back to look at trauma mm-hmm. and anguish. Just... Uh,
2: yeah, actually, the
1: go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Just walk away. There will be too much violence. Just walk away. <laughs>
2: The actual ending of t 2 is Ellie finds a guitar in a music store and plays mm-hmm. an, an old Pearl Jam cover and yeah. cuts the credits. It's weird. It's exactly, just, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, oh, man, this is sure an open, great open world in Seattle. <laughs> Think of all the fun we'll be able to have here in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All good. All right. Well, that is our top five snowball fights. Like I said, very low stakes and quick, by our standards at least. But on that note, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about halo uh solar ash a bunch of new stuff new releases news other stuff so stay tuned let's build a snowman we can make him our best friend we can name him tall we can, name him tall. We can make him tall oh, we can make him not so tall snowman we'll have a happy face happy smile happy point of view if you feel me a snowman then i'll build
3: Make him our best friend, we can name him Bob, or we can name him Beowulf.
1: We can make him tall, or we can make him not so tall, Snowman.
0: Let's get scratching. And then my absolute favorite thing I'd never heard of until Michael put it in this doc: the Flintstones colon Burger Time and Bedrock. I wanted to find more trademark screens, but this is very much the arcade classic Burger Time. Yep, done with me, your pal Fred, and he beats up—he beats up like the Great Gazoo, as if he's an enemy. But it is like a, a much slower Burger Time with a story. You know what they don't have? What they didn't shell out for the Flintstones theme, but the Flintstones theme they came up with for Flintstones Burger Time in Bedrock is one of the most sublime and melancholy things I've ever heard.
3: <laughs> oh God! <laughs>
0: Is there, oh, yeah, this man. is a this is sadder. Like <laughs> like if Wilma leaves Fred, this is what this is what he's driving through in the in the middle of the movie, he's driving through the rain.
1: Flintstones meet the Flintstones.
0: <laughs> that is like Am I really not attentive enough for Wilma? I'm too old to move on. <laughs> So in addition to weekly bonus shows, over a hundred movie commentaries exclusive specials, you can get the 30 2010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the LaserTime shows, including Game Apocalypse, right guys?
1: Yay! And welcome back to our final segment where we're not going to waste any time talking about snowball fights or lamenting that I didn't include the N64 slash PS1 South Park game, which had snowballs as its default weapon and yellow snowballs, which I guess did extra damage. But uh, anyway, I'm just going to hit this button. I always do. Yeah, did either of you guys play that old one? It was like by the Two Rock creators. South yeah, Park, yeah. oh yeah, yeah I on
0: N sixty four. Yeah, I might have tried to collect all four EGM covers. Wow, we were uh, starving
2: because- for any South Park content at that point, and even that shitty N sixty four game, you were just like, "Huh." Eh, well, at least it's South Park, you know, it's like Simpsons video games, like
0: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you can it wasn't always uh, that uh, What I love about seeing South Park now is watching old wrestling footage and you can always tell what year it is because of how much south park shit is all <laughs> over the audience it's fucking crazy it's on the shirts the signs yep. it's like such well, this one one phenomenon. of the
2: oddities was basically like cartman right like he was yeah. like cartman with a mask
0: yeah respect triple h's authorita like that don't just be <laughs> a sign that says that shit
2: well, yeah, because because Cartman was big boss man, right? I think there you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: basically. <laughs> so, getting back to modern games, Halo Infinite came out oh, this mm-hmm. week. The, the campaign, the part that uh, people who aren't into multiplayer were were raring for. Yeah,
2: as the Germans call this one,
1: Hallo! Yeah. Infinity. Halo. <laughs> uh, I have I have been hearing very very good things. The yeah. review scores that came out before its release were very very high. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and I, I tried to play it today. I started to download around 2 PM. I came back at 5.30 PM when I was done with work for the day. And it's like, Oh, of this 21, like 20, not, not quite 22 gigabytes that it had to download. It had downloaded like 16 in the last several hours. That's weird. And so then yeah. like another 40 minutes went by and it downloaded the rest of it, but.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. Just, uh, just to ask, uh, not even to create a conversation out of it, I did just get fiber internet. Hmm. And for some reason, just this week, right? Game Pass had just... The first option for games is like, just play over the cloud. Don't download. Play immediately. Yeah, so,
2: so the first game I saw that with was Serious Sam. But I think mm-hmm. you were saying on the last gen, so on Xbox One... That is the only option to play that one. Is it really? Right? Yeah. I think it was part of that announcement they made last month or something where they're saying, hey, now you can kind of play stuff uh, on your... Con- you can stream to your console. And the way they were kind of enabling that would would be for demos and stuff like that, like instead of having to download a demo, which I think you can still do. It's like, hey, do you just want to stream this thing right away? And it's like, sure. Like, my yeah. console's right next to my router. Why not? Yeah. You know? I, but
0: yeah, even, even with the fiber stuff, like, because my xbox hard drive is completely full but now with the fiber and how i don't know what was wrong with your download michael like that shit dude i can download anything very very fast i and just, I just yeah. assume
1: it was a lot of other people doing the same download as they were getting off work
0: i i pre-installed it and there was still an 11 gigabyte down extra well, you, could, download. you couldn't
1: pre-install that's the thing is yeah. you what okay. you were installing before was
2: basically the multiplayer mode which i had and- installed and I had a theory, I was talking to Michael about this, so like, it was a bummer, you couldn't pre-install the campaign. No, you went, you th- went to do
1: it, and it's like, do you want to pre-order? Like, no, I want to get yeah. it for free as part of Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is
2: this, so like, the, the multiplayer thing was out, it was like a 20 gig file sitting there mm-hmm. on your hard drive. And I think because that file was already there, the campaign basically is a patch. Like, when you go to grab yeah, like it, a it's a like updating your patch. title, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can't, time a patch you can't preload a patch it's like you, you patch and it installs
1: and then it's just running at that point right so that's mm-hmm. probably why they had to just
2: yeah. time well, it it's also
1: like it's not point. applied automatically you have to go in pick campaign from the menu yes. and then it gives you the option do you want to download it and then it downloads it from within the game
2: yeah right but it's still I, I was able to exit and go look at my regular xbox queue and mm. stuff like yeah, that and
0: that, that that might be. I wonder if we're talking about the same file. Whereas your file was double the size of mine because you were on an Xbox Series X.
2: Yeah, the campaign's twenty six gigs on the Xbox hmm. Series X. Or something. It's a, it was
0: eleven for me. So, but oh I thought, wow. okay. I thought I thought I might have already had some component of the single player, but I I, I really would like to see it on X- Series X now because this is one of the prettiest games I've ever seen in my entire life, and I did not feel that way about uh Five or. Guardians. Hmm. Um, so,
1: have, have you gotten to the point where the game really opens up and becomes no. fully open world? No,
0: I'm in. I'm in a spaceship, which is difficult to me. <laughs> to make it yeah, into I think an we're all world. still
2: in the tube shooter mode because the game starts off like a tube shooter. Well,
0: I, so. I, I, you hit. I'm like two something hours in. If I hit the title screen, but like from, but just what I have played that that grapple thing. Dude, that's a fucking game changer. That is it is really fun. It is, but I have some complaints
2: about it. Like it's it's a little wonky in terms of like knowing how far it reaches out. Like they don't they need to make mm. that more apparent like p- just put just put a UI element if you can hook onto a thing.
0: It's there's a little yellow mark will appear in your um ah, in okay. your crosshair. It's very very small.
2: But just the physics of it, it's it's halo so it's very floaty, but even yeah. with the zipline, I was hoping for like let me hold in on another button to reel myself faster. It's a very slow it's, It is line. slow.
0: It is not just causey. But it's It's also like the same way Halo's slow. I, I forgot I could jump in the game after like an hour of using this when I, I just really kept using but it.
2: But, but the slowness sometimes, like, because it interacts with the slow physics of Halo, like... Once I was trying to zip line up to a thing, I got caught under the lip that of the thing, and because it, it like slowly happened, I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of cool. It's ah. using real physics. It's a pain in the ass. I want this to be my magic zip line that just gets me anywhere.
0: I put yeah, but all this those motherfuckers at, with yeah. shield that 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 the grapple interrupts the shield. It, it interrupts the shield. Yeah, I am um, okay.
1: That's useful to
0: know. My
2: one complaint with the movement, it's weird. I think the grappling hook is kind of this trade off, like. I loved 4 and 5. I know people don't view those in as high regard as other Halos, but like 4 and 5 really did some cool stuff with with Mm -hmm. Master Chief's traversal and movement. It made him faster. Like Mm -hmm. a lot – or there was like a charge power. This has that slide, but it still feels pretty slow. Like it it just feels slower than you did in 4 and 5 to me. The other thing I was missing, and I figured out why, it's like I – Every time I jumped, I wanted to hit A again and float a little bit mm-hmm. with my jetpacks that mm. don't exist in Halo, but do yeah, in Destiny. Destiny. And I'm like, oh, by nailing the feel... So this 343 finally nailed the feel of a Bungie game, like with yeah. this game, in my opinion. You start to miss what's in Bungie's other games. Now you're like, fuck, I really need this Destiny like rocket pack on my back now to jump, to do these jumps.
0: That was the biggest hurdle. I remember we... Man, they invited Later Time to a Halo preview, because like... I don't think there was a ton of interest. It was when everybody was playing Destiny. Yeah. And then Halo 5 came out and it's just like, this doesn't look as good. This isn't as dynamic. Uh, they, they tried to make a little Destiny-esque mode and it, uh, it was pretty piecemeal and I don't feel anything like that this time. I was kind of blown away by Halo Infinite 6. We probably can't call it 6. I mean, they, they give you,
2: they give you the Magnum right when you start that game, mm-hmm. and it feels so fucking good, and you're, like, so yeah. good with it because it's the Magnum, right? And you're just, like, knocking dudes' helmets off and then headshotting them, and I'm like, okay, this feels like like Halo 1. Like, they, they, they took it back, which, of course, like, I'm sure if I went back and played Halo 1, even in the Master Chief Collection, it doesn't feel the same, but it does the good thing, like, any good remaster or reboot of a game series will do it'll make you feel like you felt when you played those games 10 years ago but with a modern game design thing so it's like actually no that's that's a totally different take on this but it made you feel the same way which is what's what you're looking for
0: it feels great and this is one of the best looking games i've ever seen on any system i'm i have a ps5 but not a series x so that's that's like my only like hang up i really want to see what it looks like on a series x now what the what the difference is it's the best-looking game I've ever seen on the Xbox One.
2: It's it's just a really well-made, like, I you know, I've only played through a couple missions. Just the production values are through the roof. Like, yeah. compare you, you, it to another new release this week or a new to console. Like, Serious Sam does not onboard you well at all. Like, Serious <laughs> Sam 4, like, is basically like, here, you're on your own. Fucking go shoot some shit and you're going to die a lot. This game, it even has the original Halo on board. It's like, hey, look up at this light. And then depending on which direction you press on your stick, it's like, okay, you want inverted controls. Cool. We'll remember that. It's, it, it does the old <laughs> Halo shit and you're like, hell yeah. But it, it plays like a really well produced, expensive Halo campaign. Yeah. So. It is,
0: it is, the, it is the, it is the first party difference I haven't seen in a Microsoft first party game in a really long time. Uh, other than, yeah, other than Forza, but you know, that's to be expected. I'm thinking yeah. like, the last one I pl- played that was super excited about was Crackdown. Like, oh, this doesn't look like a new game even, even a little.
2: Yeah, you're used and, to like,
0: State of Decay 2, which is like, hey, yeah, this
2: doesn't, but, it's like, oh, this feels like it was made for Game Pass versus, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Year 5 say, was a long right? time ago. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: and, and Sony's rocking these first party exclusives that, that perform very well. So I just, yeah, I have not seen anything look better than Halo Infinite on my Xbox, and I, I'm overwhelmed by how much I'm enjoying it. Cause I, I thought, I thought that the charm of Halo was kind of, had kind of loosened its grasp on me. Um, you know, I was in my twenties, very old.
1: yeah,
0: Very old. Uh, I, 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 didn't play Halo a ton online. I played Halo a ton via LAN. Right.
3: Yeah. Uh, I used that, to get that, the OG that was my Halo Xboxes. experience.
2: Well, I would do System Link with like four Xboxes in a room. You could all well, see. We, we had that, four
0: yeah. TVs and like 16 people in a, in an apartment. Playing Halo, we have done it. Uh, we have, we, just to, just for the fuck of it, we would routinely play through the campaign, uh, with co-op, cause it was one of the first games that like really let you do that. Yeah, it brought all that back. I can't wait to play this again, cause like even, oh, there's that legendary shield. Maybe I'll call up Charlie Barrett and we'll play. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find all the skulls. Yeah, you know, find all the skulls and yeah. play legendary.
2: I, I can't wait until it opens up because like that's one thing I kind of missed after Halo 1. It felt more and more like they're just like, yeah, the campaign goes down this tube. You know, the worlds felt less open. Like Halo 1 worlds gave, at least they gave you the, the illusion. They felt pretty wide open in certain mm. parts. And so yeah, I'm looking forward to, to kind of seeing how all this works in like a truly open world. Yeah. yeah it's that's like a-
1: fulfilling that 2001, that promise from literally 20 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. this is coming out shortly after Halo's 20th anniversary.
2: Which well, is weird, because Bungie right now in Destiny 2, they're holding their 30th anniversary event. And I'm like, how is Bungie 30 years old? Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah, It's weird how many games that Bungie made that, like, you, you never think about. But then somebody says them and like, oh, yeah. So they made... They made Marathon. Pathways into Darkness. They made Marathon. They made Myth, which was like a, a, a more freeform RTS that was like out right. at the same time as the huh. original Warcraft games. Um, they made Oni. Remember Oni? Yes, yes. That Rockstar published. That, that wow. weird Ghost in the Shell ripoff game.
2: So actually, I don't know if you guys saw, a lot of references to their older games are in this latest uh, Destiny 30th Anniversary hmm. th- Edition pack or whatever. But then uh, this hit the news this week. They also included Halo weapons. There's like classic Halo weapons really? like the energy oh. sword right now in Destiny Two as part of this pack. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, how could they do that? Like I feel like they'd get sued for that, but they look they can't call them the same names, but it's like, oh, that's clearly the plasma. Huh. Rifle. Oh, okay. that's clearly it's, the energy sword.
3: Like, I was gonna yeah. say
0: it's, if Smash is an indication, Microsoft might play along, but like this is that's super multi platform. <laughs> yeah. Uh or no, I guess it's just one platform that Halo isn't on. PS – PS PlayStation environment. Uh but yeah, this is cuz this is the first Halo hitting PC and whatever else you the device you can stream it on. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's nice. that's
2: that's right. I hadn't thought like yeah, you can some people can just exclusively stream this. So.
0: Mm, yeah. Heck yeah. And 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 I think the the open world structure has only hampered the classic experience and and I haven't encountered this yet that uh, you can't uh there's no like chapter select, because it's open world.
2: Yeah, there there were some news stories hitting that like you can't replay through the chapters, which didn't make sense to me because I'm like, you know, right when you start each chapter, they show you the collectibles, like try to find mm-hmm. these things. There's like six of them here, and if you couldn't replay through, that would be a bummer. Like, what you gotta go through the entire campaign again to find those collectibles? That yeah. that would feel and, odd. You know? And
0: they said they said like we're working on it, there'll be a solution soon. And I was inclined not to believe him until I played it and and Man, it has some of the best the better checkpoints I've ever seen. Like I die and then I respawn like at like right at the end of my melee where I just knocked this grunt out. Like that's quite the save. That is exactly man. what I did exactly when I did it, exactly where I was standing. Wouldn't know you I s- never
2: die.
3: Didn't it sounds, it sounds God rough. damn
0: it. I knew he was going to do that. Get good. <laughs> that always says. You, you reminded that me. Fucking you reminded checkpoint
1: me issue. That there there is one thing that we, I don't think we mentioned with the grappling hook. That it mm-hmm. can it can grab weapons and pull yes. them to you. Yeah. And I found that out the hard way. I mean I, I obviously knew it because they show it in like the opening cutscene. But I found it out the hard way because like I just grabbed one of those like cool bomb launcher launcher guns that like the mm-hmm. armored uh brutes have. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, Oh fuck, I can't wait to use this. And I tried to grapple my way over to a ledge and I missed the ledge, but grabbed a gun instead, and it just re- immediately replaced the thing in my hands. Like, where did it go? And there's like looking around at the floor. I'm looking, where did it fucking go?
0: That's great. That is the most wily e. coyote moment. <laughs> that, you were know? in like midair when that happened. Uh.
2: That that's the shit that excited me when they would show like trailers of this game prior to launch of like grappling, hooking a ghost in midair, and. Yeah. You know, hijacking the ghost and then seamlessly just continuing to fly around the open world. I can't wait to try that. I soon. mean, there's
0: a moment in the first level, just like the, the grapple really comes into play. And it's just like, yeah, I haven't played an FPS with this kind of moment. I, I'm, I've complained semi significantly about the last couple Call of Duty campaigns. And they're just like, man, these feel really old and, and kind of boring. And this doesn't feel that way at all. It feels grand and huge. Yeah. And the and the, the grapple is thing alone is a massive game changer. I can't record, so far like we're we're right in the middle of all too serious discussion annoyingly serious discussions about our game of the year mm-hmm. because we do take that a little seriously. A little too serious. And and, 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 and to Michael Michael and Matt's credit it's very very hard to schedule because we try and get people on who want to talk about these games that our votes end up deciding. And I think we got to throw Halo in there too. It's so be a far, top 11. <laughs> yeah. Not so
2: far, so good. Now yeah, we, I know we're already like paring stuff down. I'm like, no, we can't lose this one, but I understand why. Yeah, so.
0: uh, but I, I can't wait to see what you guys think. Especially Matt is like, who's played Destiny more recently than me. That is the only thing that soured Halo. That was the primary thing that soured Halo 5 in my eyes. And I'm not, I don't have that anymore. I'm playing Call of Duty Zombies, so like, it's night and day. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm having a blast.
2: Yeah, I think we'll probably have more to say about this game next week after we get more into the campaign. But it's so far, yeah. I already think it's it's
0: great. It's it's game of the year material for sure. Well,
2: yeah. So far, it's it's very much like okay, that was worth waiting for. Good thing you guys delayed it and Mm -hmm. made it. You know, good. Yeah, like you you
0: it it had the right time. You know, not to keep bringing it up, but like, it's a game pass. Either it's free to me, or I already paid for it. And like, oh yeah, I just wake up one day and a Halos. in my Xbox, and it just feels fucking awesome. Yeah. The yeah. full blown Halo is just or, done. Or they,
2: they 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 surprise launched. We're talking about Serious Sam Four, and I'm like, who's playing Serious Sam Four via Game Pass with the same week it's coming
0: out as <laughs> Halo Infinite? Because <laughs> I am like... the biggest Serious Sam fan. I have played every Serious, all three Serious Sam games, hmm. and some of the the side scroller where you run backwards. Funny. Oh my gosh, I, I hate one. to say it, but I, I uninstalled
2: this game. After playing like an hour, I was like, nope, I am not doing this anymore. That game does not respect my time. Talk about bad checkpoints. (laughs) Talk about a game that's just like, fuck you. We're just
0: going to kill you in two, two shots. Like, well, if you're, I'm I'm playing it on console and I'm just like, man, I, and I'm also streaming it and, uh, it doesn't look great. And I'm like, I can't tell if my movements are sluggish because the game is super unoptimized for controllers or the latency issue. Again, I'm running on fiber, but I've never, I've never seen my Xbox download more than like 250 megs. I've never seen them be able to do that. So I, I don't know how I'm streaming this or what that latency is like. And I've even seen it buffer in the middle of a game. Yeah, this would
2: not be a good game for streaming because it is so dependent on frame rate. Like, you're talking about like how it looks. It's, it looks better than any serious Sam game has before it. And those were, remember the first games were kind of no slouches, but it's, they're very, Basic level designs, it's like very high res boxes everywhere at times, you know, like even though you're like in the middle of the city environment, you're like, okay, I can see the level geometry here, but it's, um, but, and very much it's like designed like, oh, this is meant to be a combat arena.
1: Mm-hmm. But I,
2: I think my biggest complaint was just like Doom and then Doom Eternal after it kind of like totally. You, uh, redefined that type of shooter right not not mm-hmm. not all shooter genres but it's like that the fast twitch shooter mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. run around and try to collect things or whatever like if you're not kind of ripping off what doom did with the whole like uh the power kills are gonna i forget which one they give you health or ammo or whatever it was right but it was that that type of juggling it's, it's game. health
1: uh, chainsaw kills and eternal give you ammo but, right, yeah. but, but that, that
2: loop of that game, rather than worrying about, oh, I need to go collect this ammo over here uh, at all times, which is what Serious Sam does, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I, yeah, there, this feels really old and dated now, and, and Doom has kind of killed the rest of those for me, so if you're gonna this do is, those.
0: Serious yeah. Sam has always kind of done that, mm. but I, 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 it's always been a defiantly dated experience. Yes. But remember, but, but three still, like, looked modern, whereas this doesn't. Yeah. Um, three three looked like a modern shooter, whereas this looks like—is this intentionally looking to be very dated? Looks like a super high res game from two thousand four.
2: I I think I think that is their aesthetic, like that's their design sensibility at this point. Mm, yeah. Of like yeah, it's it, it, Serious Sam is always meant to feel a little more budget than it probably actually is, so.
0: Yeah, cause I think it's, it's, it's a fairly substantial engine if you don't. have done it for an hour in a serious sand game. I have run backwards in a circle yeah. trying to take Waves out hundreds of, of enemies. enemies with a shotgun. For so, I, I have done it for an hour in a serious sand game. I have run backwards in a circle trying to take out hundreds of enemies with a shotgun. And
2: yeah. kind of what my complaint with this game is, like, those games used to be all about flow and going from encounter to encounter. This game just kind of has fits and starts when it comes to combat. It's like, yeah, there's there's long stretches of just nothingness, and then there's a battle arena with a bunch of enemies where you basically have to circle straight the entire time or you will die. And it's and it's, it's just like, such
0: a PC game. I'm like, these checkpoints yeah. suck. And I'm like, it's it has a quick save option, but, it you know, because you're not on a PC, there's no hotkey to do it. You have to yeah. go inside of a menu and do it manually. It's meant to be spamming
2: like F one every. Yeah, day it is, and said, it just it's like, like this like... Is
0: super inconvenient. God damn yeah. it! This is not optimized very
2: well
3: at all. No,
2: no. I, I, speaking of optimization, I'm really in- anxious to see how Loop Hero works on Switch because to me that is such a PC experience, but that did come to Switch this week. So uh anxious to hear what folks it think. Like it, it, it's
0: not like a. Graphical issue. No, no, it's it's
2: just a very menu heavy experience. Mm. I, I wanted to ask about a game we kind of missed last week. Yeah, uh, but Michael, you you put some time into Solar
1: Ash, I which did. I hear is quite good, and it was hard to stop um, because and and like I I'd, I'd heard people talking up this game like oh, it's so pretty, oh, it's all about exploration, and it's it's this year's Outer Wilds, it really is. If you want to explore and learn all about alien civilizations, all they needed to tell me to get me on board immediately was... It's like Shadow of the Colossus, but with the traversal of Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! It's fun. It's so much fun. I mean, meets kind of a journey aesthetic, right? Visually, yeah, the the, like, the visual know. aesthetic is very kind of journey mixed with a little bit of Hyperlight Drifter. It's you know lots of
2: well, it's the Hyperlight Drifter team, right? right? Yeah. And that that's kind of what Hyperlight Drifter was. Secretly, it was sort of a Shadow of the Colossus. It was like a boss. Not a boss rush, but like you know the whole thing was going to this quadrant and fight yeah. this boss, you know, but
1: this is also um like the the traversal is really fun, so it's like these big open areas that you can move around in very fast. you have like a skate ability, there's a lot of platforming, and the idea is that you are trying to reactivate this weapon that can collapse a black hole while you're inside the black hole, and uh. Mm-hmm. In, in each area, there are, like, all these anomalies that are, like, these black tarry sludges where uh, you have to target several weak points in quick succession, which are, like, represented by, like, this giant syringe that just, like, floats in the air, and you run up and hit it, and then, like, it it travels to another point and you have to run over before time runs out and keep hitting these weak points, mm. and then eventually you can stab it in its, its main eye, and you, there's, like, you know... Three or four or six of these per area. And once you do all those little, uh, action puzzles, then the boss of the area shows up. The first two are like mm-hmm. these giant floating serpentine monsters. The third one is this huge walking thing. Uh, that's, that's about as far as I've gotten. But, uh, to beat those, you have to like target a certain spot on their body to latch on. And then it is a mixture of like running across their backs as they're moving through the the level and hitting weak points. And sometimes the weak points are the the typical syringe weak points that you just slash with the sword. Sometimes they turn into like these grapple points. So you need to like use a grappling hook to get over to them as quickly as possible. So it's it's like very high speed Shadow of the Colossus where you use the whole Colossus. You don't just find its one weak point and hammer on it.
0: I mean, for a game with very few flaws... Shadow of the Colossus' biggest flaw is like falling the fuck off of something and taking like 20 minutes to get back on. Yeah, I mean, on the back <laughs> of something.
1: You'll, you'll probably fall off a lot, but the, the getting back on is a bit faster, mm. I think. But, um, yeah, I, I was surprised how much fun I had with it. I, I feel like it's a little, until you realize what it is, it, it it's, it gets off to a slow start, but mm. then once it picks up, it's like, oh man, I can't wait to fight the next huge monster. I saw
0: the trailer and it's one of the few times I'm like, instant buy. Let me go get that. And then, oh, I thought this was 1999. I, I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's 40.
2: What yeah. I've heard though is it's like Annapurna's take on AAA. It's like they're one of their first big, long, substantial gameplay experiences. Mm, so. Okay.
0: Mm. I mean, it, it, it's an odd price point for something like that. An unheard of IP from a smaller developer.
2: Certainly it's gotta be Annapurna's most expensive title to date, right? Yeah. Like, they mostly mm-hmm. are just
0: doing those 15
1: to $20 games,
0: yeah. So. Yeah, I, I just, I just assume well, I think- 40
1: our- is the new 20. It's, that's, that's the budget guess, uh, title now. Or, right. or, budget, t- budget price now, I Board, guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and there's, there's like a lot of exploration. You're finding logs left behind by your other team members, cause you're part Gross. of it. A team called Void Runners who, uh, took it upon themselves, like, our planet has just been bickering over solutions to this black hole problem. Let's just solve it. And uh so yeah, you have to figure out like what happened to them? Are they all dead? What where are they? What what's up with like the one inhabitant of this shattered world that's been sucked into the black hole and why is her mind uh as fragmented as the world seems to be? Um yeah, it's it's great. I really enjoyed my time with it. God
0: damn it I don't need to know that. Oh, I feel like I don't know When I'm gonna have more time to play games, and I'm not—I can't get to everything that I want to do right now. Mother and Guardians just showed up in the goddamn mail.
1: Damn it! Goddamn.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I've been playing Guardians as well. Quite like it. It's uh, it's fun. (laughs) What a pile of scut. Uh, Oh god, a lot of lot of scut, (laughs) lot of scut references. Yeah. Games. Someone's
1: got a scut fetish. Am I right? (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, anyway, that's it for new releases. So let's move along too.
2: News. So, fellas, remember a little while back, there was uh, Snoop Dogg had actually leaked that Dr. Dre was working on something GTA? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And we were speculating what it was. And I think, you know, our speculation ran the gamut from, like, oh, maybe he's just, like, updating some song. They're going to update the soundtracks of the old games. My
0: speculation was he's a DJ in GTA 6.
2: Well, turns out what it is. is actually not as cool as something gta 6 but it's still cool uh gta online is getting an expansion featuring dr dre and gta 5's franklin so this this is like um you you as the player are basically trying to help out it's like dj poo who, who was in the game um and alongside dre and franklin yeah you're you're like helping him out in and so it's like kind of like single-player story content, but it takes place in GTA Online, which they've done. I mean, Dre was in GTA Online already. Like, they've done some of that stuff. I just... How do I get to... Someone, someone please in the
0: comments. It's fucking hard. I've even seen commercials for in-game online content and I go and load it up. I'm like, where do I even find this? This has taken, like, three hours and I haven't gotten to any in-game content. Or at least this stuff. Lamar's your guide in the beginning.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. So do you play as Franklin or as no, Franklin's an NPC? You're working for him. So
2: the setup of this is that uh, – that by the way, it's called The Contract. So Franklin, after the events of GTA V, he has founded a quote-unquote celebrity solutions agency in Los Santos, a service that caters to Vinewood's rich and powerful. With the help of DJ Pooh, Franklin and friend Lamar Davis get connected with Dre for what Rockstar is calling a wild and hilarious ride through Los Santos. So you I think you know you're playing as your whatever your GTA online avatar is. I think you're doing jobs for Franklin.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And do they do they age up his face to like match the the actor who's aged almost 10 years? They gave years him since this they gave out. him a
2: cool beard. He's oh, got a cool right. beard that's, now. That's
1: something. I think you could have one of those in the uh in the original game, like if you go to the barber. Like, sure, I'll give you a beard. Why not? Just slap right. it on, slap on a bunch of cuttings from the floor. Yeah.
2: He, he looks like a professional, though. In the art, he's got, like, a suit with a sweet Los Santos nice, chain on nice. and, and his beard. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah, man, that is, um, God, is this going to be the time I, d- I dive into GT Online? <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs>
2: probably not. Probably not. I doubt it. Well, maybe this will finally be the time I dive in and play... Lost Legacy, because uh, the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection, Sony confirmed, is coming to PS5 in January and then PC shortly thereafter. As a reminder, this is the collection uh, that that combines Lost Legacy with Uncharted 4, because they already had the Nathan Drake collection that was one, Uncharted 1 through 3. Mm. Um, the cool news of this, though, is if you own either Uncharted 4 or Lost Legacy... Uh, you can upgrade to this kind of bundle that has PS5 enhancements and stuff for 10 bucks. It's, it kind of does the Death Stranding thing or the, or the Ghost of Tsushima thing. So it's like an upgrade. I was
1: wondering about that though. So if you have one or the other, you can get both for a $10 upgrade? Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is own one, but, but you could not have gotten it.
2: Through, um, I think Uncharted Four PS was available now. on PS Plus. It was PS on Plus. no, it was on, it was on PS Plus. So you yeah. can't have like the free version of the game. But as long as you own one of those two, you will be able to pay pay That's ten and nuts. upgrade and get both.
0: Yeah. Even if I own the disc, I never understood how that worked. But I can't wait to find out.
2: Yeah. Uh Well, they say yeah, if you own the disc, put the disc in at any time, you'll be eligible for that ten ten dollar upgrade. It's just you're going to need the disc every time you go to play it. Um, caveat emptor. There are some some things to be aware of doesn't include any of the multiplayer modes from those games i think oh, I mean, for, said that, one dude, person in the world i worked with a guy who that was his go-to multiplayer every day i'd go in yeah? after work and he'd be playing uncharted multiplayer every single day when, whenever we it.
0: we went into uh games radars 24-hour marathon we were like uh all right let's update all these ps3s there's some uncharted multiplayer out there and there were like these it was mystifying there was there was not a lot, but a lot. Like everyone who was there was really hardcore. Yeah, and like yeah. shit, they have like all these skins here, like a flaming skeleton is, is a yeah. skin in Uncharted 3's multiplayer. Well, it's and, like
2: and, The Last of Us had like robust multiplayer community, and then they had to separate that from the main release. Fashions. Like I think that's still coming next
0: year or something. right? Are you kidding for for part two?
2: Yeah, for part two, there's like right. the the multiplayer mode from one. Has just like the Uncharted multiplayer, folks. It has like a dedicated following, if not
1: a big following. So mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember the, like for a while, Uncharted two and three, their multiplayer was like this is the closest the PS three has to Gears of War. Like, yeah, and and yeah, it was great. From that um, especially. one
2: one other cool thing about this bundle, um, as a promotional tie-in, as long as you if you you can buy it at fifty bucks, by the way, like the full thing, if you don't own those games. But I think even if you just do the $10 upgrade, you will be getting a free ticket to see the Uncharted movie. Like they are giving yeah. out a uh, movie ticket. Please, which...
1: please go back to theaters.
2: Please. <laughs> I don't know what that says about that movie that they're giving you free tickets. I mean, uh, there's a,
0: there's a lo- I've never actually used one of those free tickets. But, you know, technically when you bought like a DVD, a DVD of the last movie that you would get a free ticket to the new one that's been happening for years
2: it's true it's just also though like those are the people most likely to buy a ticket to your movie to begin with so are you sure you yeah, want but to? i think it's but the, here's it's the thing them.
1: you're giving them one ticket who goes that's true to, not many people go to the movies by themselves so i've done it buy and, and i love, it. Yeah, I I it. love it i love uh, it i would
0: just here but I, here's what i'd rather do sony i'd r- take your free ticket and i'll pay you to never show me an advertisement for this movie ever again. Like, I'll pay you upwards of $20. I never want to see an advertisement. Maybe I'll catch it on a plane. Maybe hmm. I'll like it more than I think I'm going to. I don't want to see any more marketing.
2: I have so many segue opportunities I can just swing to with this next story Ho-ho! because, because nice, of both um, Tom Holland and Yeah, I think and I'd rather kind of see the a the different content. Tom Holland movie. Yeah, so uh, speaking of tie-ins, Spider-Man Remastered, is getting two new dlc suits inspired by the new upcoming no way home which i cannot avoid hearing shit about that movie like that no up. one
0: i, I wish will kids shut would, up about would that stop movie. being excited about it so they would stop spoiling it for me i would really like to experience this in the theater let me see it's like the matrix just let me see it
2: when it comes out i don't need to see anything in advance mm-hmm. although i do did want you, to try the, the way, epic did an, you get a matrix that uh... thing.
0: Did you get that uh, 25 gig matrix experience? It
2: didn't, it didn't <laughs> unlock. I, I downloaded it last night and it wasn't ready. I think... I think it's going to unlock after we record this. Yeah,
0: something's going to happen at the Game Awards. It's Hmm.
2: like a demo of Unreal 5, basically, with Neo. But anyway, um, with this thing, no, the tie-ins are... um, The new suits Peter can wear in the game are the red, blue, and gold iron spider suit. And the brand new black and gold suit as seen in the No Way Home trailers. Um, They did this before. like They put suits to tie in with the latest Spidey movie. And they're always free. Uh, The one caveat with this one... The only way to get that Spider-Man Remastered is to own the Miles Morales Ultimate Edition of that game, which oh, I think you can probably get on sale for just the regular price of, of a game mm. at this point. But it's, um, yeah, it's that's the that. one that includes My- Miles Morales is worth it because that, that is a fun game, not just a small, don't think of that as like a small campaign. The Miles Morales campaign is substantial Oh yeah, and plays very differently than the original Spider-Man. But then I went back and played Spider-Man Remastered uh, for the DLC, still plays great. Just mm-hmm. awesome game yeah. uh, get some get some free DLC costumes please play it um, at
1: 60fps with some nice uh, RTX or Rx effects. Yeah.
0: It yeah I just want to point out to someone who got a ps5 recently it is still regular ass price and it's, <laughs> it's oh, man. difficult to find oh, man. Uh, yeah the what is it the game of the year gold ps5 version with miles and the original on it it's still around 49.99
2: Woo! Well maybe maybe you might be paying 49.99 for everyone's favorite orange cat who hates Mondays because Nickelodeon's All-Star Brawl's first DLC character yeah. is Garfield. That's it's amazing. It's, it's a good one. Like,
0: I I feel like if that was the last smash DLC everybody would have been super happy. <laughs> or at least accept it like accept it and like yeah that makes sense.
2: I don't associate Garfield with Nickelodeon but I do they do uh-huh. own
0: the character right or they
2: They, they don't.
0: don't it's still pausing, Ink but if uh I believe you were bragging about having bought Garfield cards this week. No, I no I
2: I still at 50 cents I turned it down and said no. I'm <laughs> I'm not going to play this. It's not worth spending 50 cents. I just want to see like Garfield how does
0: this card. game have like 30 playable characters? I can name every Garfield character on one hand.
1: See, the thing is if they came out and said we did not hire any of the other voice actors just so that we would have enough money to hire Bill Murray to yes. play Garfield yes. like I yes. might understand it would or be, Matt, Matt Berry I,
0: I do enjoy that campaign hmm. yes I'm <laughs> Garfield now <laughs> no, I'm <not> <laughs> that, that is a great idea uh, yeah. but, but Garfield I believe as a show has been running on Nickelodeon for the better part of a decade shocking and um if 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 I be- also if you're a kid from that like if you know who Danny fucking Phantom is not to bring that sore subject up hmm. uh, you were watching Garfield and Friends on nickelodeon reruns of Nickelodeon oh. so th- he does have some association with the network and they're uh, they're both orange
2: where did it air That's when true. we were kids was that a Fox thing I think it was CBS yeah. Yeah. CBS okay CBS.
0: but it, it, yeah it got rerun uh, daily on Fox once it hit the those five seasons because most cartoons never do that uh, but yeah. That, Gar- that Garfield cartoon show and his specials are all the proof you need that the- This wasn't always a stupid thing. Yeah, it I mean,
1: those, you- those ep- I think the head writer on that was uh, Mark Evanier or Evanier, who mm. who also wrote Grew the Wanderer, like the, oh, really? the, the comics. Yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, well, uh, I mean, Jim Davis wrote those 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 the Christmas specials. Great, he wrote all those. Oh wow! So it's just something that I think sort of happened, and our 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 appetite for three panel content is, if you're not Michael Raparez, has diminished a little bit and changed over the last couple of
1: even years. even mine has diminished quite a bit I don't have yeah. the same appetite for comic strips that I used to
0: yeah I, I mean we did a whole later time about it ours is Hughes but I, I couldn't be more excited Garfield is a fighting game character and a competent fighting game is a huge deal it is so cool it is so fucking cool can you imagine shame beating someone with Garfield that's so <laughs> hilarious <laughs> I couldn't be this is like the most exciting news of the entire week
1: Well, I'm glad you're happy
0: Garfield can beat up Michelangelo and Ren and Stimpy. Maybe <laughs> oh, yeah. you can you
2: can play as Garfield on a high end PS5 controller because uh, PlayStation Five is getting its first third party controller uh, by Scuff One F, not two, which is like something I oh, don't I well, don't like I, associating I with mis- my controllers. I misread
1: that as Scut, and I was like Scut again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Scut man, Michael. You oh, know man. me. I'm um, a Scut man. But uh, so no, so Scuff cool. is producing kind of several levels of very high-end, uh, controllers. So the base level one, the Scuff Reflex, starts at, t- uh, 199. And then the Reflex Pro and Reflex FPS retail for 229 and 259 respectively. That yeah. is
1: the half, half the price concept- of your PS5. <laughs> the Xbox Elite does not cost that much. Come on. No, it's 170 full price, I believe. But
2: s- similar concepts, by the way, like what, you might ask, like, well, what do these bring? What does to it the do? Table? Farm crypto. <laughs> it uh, has Better. paddles in the back, which, frankly, I always take off my elite because I always accidentally Same. hit them. Um, they they have adaptive triggers. Uh, the the FPS swaps those adaptive triggers out for instant triggers, so kind of so you don't have to wait. Uh, you know, you don't get mess with all the the haptic stuff, I guess. Um, that actuate with one tap, similar to a mouse button. Oh, so you get a hair trigger on, on this mm-hmm. one, but. Um, you got some swappable thumbsticks. It's, it's like the Elite. It's got, you know, swappable parts, um, some cool Elite color options, Elite. but man, 200 bucks minimum for a third party controller. Yeah, dude, what am I supposed to do?
0: Wear, wear this around my neck on a gold necklace? <laughs> I mean, psychologically,
2: so like, third party controllers to me have almost always meant, like, not as good as the first party controllers. Mm. Tend to, you know, break, not control as well. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you 200
0: for this like, yeah I, I actually had that thought having just finished Astrobot again uh pl- this controller I just looked down at it and like I bet Sony's losing a ton of money on these and there's almost no way a third party controller comes along it's too advanced there's too much shit happening in this PS5 controller mm-hmm. way more than the Xbox controller, which is relatively pretty much the same as the previous yeah, generation
1: pretty much
2: they added a button. I should point out, like, so there have been some smaller, like, custom people that produce PS5. This is the first mass-produced PS5 Okay, from a big company. But, uh, yeah, man, like, hey, more power to you if you really are... I feel like if you're that competitive with an FPS, though, aren't you playing on PC? Like, are you really needing the PS5 controller for that? Like, yeah. you want the mouse. It, yeah. yeah.
0: They don't have Ape Escape on PC. If, I'm really good at that
2: point, game. <laughs> their selling point is the trigger acts like a mouse button. This is like when cat owners tell me, he's just like a dog. You'll love him. (laughs) Why don't you get a dog?
1: (laughs) This is responsive as a mouse button. You know what isn't? The frame rates on console.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Or aiming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like, um, very cool that these exist and I'm sure some people will love them. And it's nice that they have their alternative to the Elite controller, which is still a phenomenal controller. Maybe, hey, you might have a lot more games to play on these things though, cause it looks like my predictions, I think all of us have kind of variously predicted this over the last year, uh, they were correct. Sony is rumored to be getting a hybrid kind of game pass competitor. Um, so this was leaked by, I think Bloomberg, uh, they said mm. sources familiar with Sony's plans share details of a new service codenamed Spartacus. uh, <laughs> So uh yeah PlayStation owners will pay a monthly fee for access to a library of modern and classic games. The distinctive thing about this though is they're talking about tiers. And so the first tier might just be equivalent to PlayStation Plus. You get like
1: a couple of free games a month mm-hmm. and you get your multiplayer. Then there's kind of a middle tier, oh, which is t- t- kind of like is, Game Pass. To clarify, tiers is in levels, not as in the tears that you'll cry when you realize you have to sign up for another paid service. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate <laughs> you clarifying that. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Uh, and then the, the final, um, yeah, the final tier gives you, uh, extended demos, game streaming. Okay, so there you go. So that's like their Game Pass Ultimate. And access to a larger library, including PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. So this is where they go full Game Pass.
0: (laughs) I know I sound like a Game Pass whore, but I would throw it under the bus for the equivalent on PlayStation that covered that many five generations of PlayStation games. Mm. And and I think the only thing that's going to be weirder... uh, Remember when streaming services started up and then, like, you started to notice, like, every one of these services kind of has the same shit. They they all somehow have 30 Rock. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Uh, And, like, that would sort of suck if you have to pay, what, like, 15 bucks a month?
2: They didn't announce any pricing. Obviously, this is all, like, top secret. But I was trying to guess at the prices. And I wanted Mm. you guys take, like, for those three tiers... What do you think they're going to charge for
0: each of those tiers? I think twenty bucks a month is difficult. Like fifteen is the sweet spot, and yeah. they'll probably raise it in the next three years. But like, fifteen is probably about as high as you can go, right?
1: Maybe I think uh, fifteen might be like I could see the the base tier starting at ten or fifteen. Mm-hmm. And then going up to 20 and possibly 30, 40 dollars. 30 a month. We're talking month? like basic cable now.
2: Oh yeah, I, I was thinking more along the lines of what Chris was saying. Like I think 15 is their mm-hmm. top tier. That's oh, yeah, the yeah, highest yeah, level right. to compete with Game Pass Ultimate. I would say 10 for that mid tier. Like, you, you know, that's just your, Hey, get access to a big library of games. Mm-hmm. And then maybe for PS Plus, they just charge you kind of what they do when you pay for your for anyway, like five bucks a month, you know. Mm-hmm. So it well, yeah, there you go. probably won't be that low. It'll, it'll probably be. You know, 7 or some bullshit like that. Or maybe, maybe they'll go
0: 10 12 $15. It but... could be. I just, just brought up Ape Escape in a bad joke, but how much do you expect me to fucking pay for Ape Escape? Great <laughs> well, PS1 emulators yeah, out that, there. That's
1: the thing. that Like, you're not just paying for Ape Escape. I mean, think they're, they they could approach it with the mentality like, this is still less money than buying a new game every month and look at all these games you get. Yeah. yeah. But they, they'd want to be, keep it competitive with Game Pass. So whatever Game Pass is charging. Yeah.
0: Can you hurry up and do it? We're talking game of the year and I don't want to fucking pay full price for Eternal
2: and <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. So that's the other thing. I think this is is uh, reported to it's going to be like a mid next year thing, so. Damn it. Yeah,
1: sorry I'm about never that. I'm going to get
2: to play Returnal. No That's okay. You have a lot to play, but that is all the news that is fit to play.
1: All right. Well, let's move on to our community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week, you might remember, was do we still need games with gold and PlayStation Plus? Timely. No. Or should we just have Game Pass and PS Now? Uh, yes. On, on videogamepocalypse.com, Kendall Hallman says, PS Plus is like jazz. It's about the games you don't play. (laughs) Wow. Before I had PS Plus, I compulsively scoured for sales to pay $9.99 each for dozens of games that were on my radar. Now, instead of spending money on old games I wouldn't end up playing, I can just hope that those games will end up on PS Plus. One time, I even played a game I got from PS Plus.
2: It wasn't very good. <laughs> one time. It's one time. <laughs> it's wow. like jazz. I love that. I love that. Uh, Lambert is dead says, you don't need any of those things. A beautiful sunset is my games with gold. Jesus the friendly Christ. nod of a neighbor in an autumn stroll is my PS Plus. <laughs> I'm choosing life, dorks. Um <laughs> okay. I'd like to put out your username is literally Lambert is dead. So choosing life, I don't know Lambert. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Uh, it's like that Onion article. It's just like I don't need an iPod. I can think of any song in my mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to read that. It, it, it was structured like a haiku. Way too many syllables, but there's like you know, mm-hmm. sort of haiku esque.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm choosing uh- life.
1: Dorks. Choose a big
2: choose a big fucking television. (laughs) I need to cue that Ghost of Sushima haiku music behind that, I guess.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh David Cuban or Cuban. That's gotta be Cuban. Says I used to think I I preferred Games with Gold, uh PS Plus model because they're ostensibly not at risk of leaving my library. In practice, I've gotten far more mileage out of PC Game Pass. Uh, Throughout five years of PS Plus subscriptions, I obsessively added every game to my library every month and played less than 10 of them for any significant period of time. Within a year of subscribing to PC uh, Game Pass, I finished or put 10 hours into at least one game per month from the service, including a bunch of excellent indies I wouldn't have otherwise known about. The large library of consistently solid games wins out over a slow trickle of largely mediocre titles, uh, from several years prior. I just, just cause we were talking about that last week, I loaded up games for gold, games with gold, the games with gold games, and it's orcs must die. And like, I used to love this. And man, I downloaded that and played that and like, what a fucking grift. That game is ancient and like, <laughs> it's, it's two generations old and it's like the best game with games for gold this month. Uh, and it was, it just plays anciently. And I, I had always played it on PC, anyway. Uh, it just, yeah, made me more infuriated that these things still exist.
2: (laughs) Uh, your chick's in the mail, David, by the way. (laughs) It was, it was a good promo for Game Pass. (laughs) Like, when I read that, I'm like, oh, we really are shills, aren't we? Yeah, well.
0: It's not, I don't know if the big, we, we talked the exact same about like Netflix and Hulu when they came out too. They were just like this. Incredible! They felt like incredible deals that gave us a- access to more content for less money. I think what we do in the shadows is the only thing
2: maintaining my Hulu subscription at this point. I do not use Hulu other than that show.
1: You should watch Reservation Dogs if you like. Reservation Dogs
0: and uh, Always Sunny right now. Always Sunny's yeah. back and it's fucking great.
1: Finally, Matthew Baldwin says, "P.S. Plus and Games with Gold don't really seem to be needed for my personal use, but I am fortunate enough to be able to pay for Game Pass and still buy new games that are outside that ecosystem. Oh, <laughs> money bags. Uh-huh. So, I, I say, I say, keep the free games coming for those who can only afford a basic Gold or Plus subscription. But Game Pass really is the best deal in gaming right now. Besides, might as well get something for paying for online play on a console." Of course, the unknown Baldwin brother can afford to pay for all that shit. Whatever, <laughs> Matthew. So, new question of the week. What's your price limit for console accessories? Uh, I was going to say 200 but then Matt off-mic reminded me <laughs> that I recently spent well over $300 to get a 2 terabyte SSD expansion for my PS5. So... More than half of what the system costs, <laughs> Almost, like Seriously? more like eighty percent of what that system <laughs> costs. Did, did you install it already? I, didn't I did. Even, yeah. I don't even think I heard Ages ago. It's Does great. It work okay? Yeah, it's great. I don't have to c- continually manage the minuscule eight hundred gigs oh, that they give you by God. default. You you also have the Xbox
2: expansion pack don't you? I like, do. Uh, yeah,
1: that was I think quite a bit cheaper and you know but but they only they ha- don't have the 2 terabyte ones yet. They just It's just a, 1 terabyte. Yeah, 1 mm-hmm. terabyte or 500 gigs. And it still
2: doubles your memory, but it that that's what's... It's such, like, PC pricing things where, like, when you get a console all at once, it's one price, 500, includes everything. It's like, when you go to buy a PC component, you see mm-hmm. how expensive that component by itself would be when it's not OEM'd with the rest of your Dell or whatever the hell you're buying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say for me, probably... Well, okay, I know the most I have spent was on an Elite mm-hmm. controller. I think I got it for 150 mm-hmm. Um So I'm kind of... of the cost of that console is probably my max in terms of, I know, like, I know I bought Ring Fit, that was like a hundred something bucks, right? And, and switches are like two to three hundred. I, so, yeah, it's right around that, that just, just south of 50% is maybe where I'll go, but man, you really have to prove to me I'm gonna use that thing quite a bit. Like, memory, like you paid for, Michael, makes, you use that every day, so that makes total sense, right? Elite controller, I used all the time until it broke on me, but, um, yeah, that made
0: more Made I it, I guess. Sense? On your, no controller of mine has ever broken on I me, mean, Matt. Did you break your controller? No, the did you rubber on grips
2: it? fell off my Xbox Elite controller. Oh. I sweat too
1: hard, I, I guess, through the controller. I, I broke mine, too, my my Elite One, because I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which has, like, you know, RB for the default attack, yeah. I hit it so much that uh, the hinge snapped. No, actually, <laughs> elite the Elite 1
2: controllers had a uh, manufacturing defect on the shoulder buttons. I had to replace my shoulder buttons in the past at one point. But the it's not broken. It works. Literally, there's nothing you can do. Once the rubber grip falls off, like it tried super gluing it back on, like it's gone. Like oh, it is. They mold that shit onto the plastic. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well.
1: I, I also spent a lot for an Elite 2. And that is a really a wonderful controller. It, it feels really? fantastic to hold. It has like a little magnetic charging stand that I just... I have it stuck to a piece of metal because it's also magnetic in that it sticks to things and the controller sticks to it.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. You should put it on... Put it on the front of your TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Put it next to my hard
1: drive. Yeah, next to your hard drive. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. really strong magnets and hard drives. I... I, My answer is that you're both wrong. Mm. I actually know what (laughs) the highest price accessory you've ever paid for is. Um... But my 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 silly answer is uh, for 3ds another 3ds. <laughs> uh, I've I've done that I think four times. I've had to buy different th- mm. 3ds's to continue playing 3ds.
2: Hardcore Animal Crossing fans will have to buy you know because of the way they tie it with the system. They have to buy all new systems to play different islands of that game. So yeah, it's not unheard of. I
0: had to, I had to buy an XL, uh, new 3ds XL, uh, the launch one. And the a Japanese one, I had to buy, Uh, and and the 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 Japanese one, the monster with bundled with Monster Hunter, was four hundred dollars, and that was like, in but but secretly that's that's kind of tied with the accessory you actually paid the most for. Oh, is it VR? It is PSVR. PSV. Like I thought, bought it
1: for like less than two hundred.
0: You think so? I think so. It'd it been I mean, heavily I, I discounted did. by
1: the time I bought it.
0: I did with a bunch of trade-in and stuff and they used to have like crazy deals on that until the pandemic hit and mm. it has been every time i see it it's like a hundred dollars more than what i paid for the same unit
2: my psvr is one of the cheapest accessories I've ever bought because michael gave me an old one because he's such a nice <laughs> friend so i got mine for right. free. <laughs> i, I upgraded it and it's
1: like i don't want to go through selling this matt should experience this uh, yes i was very thankful so yes yeah, so i got mine for free cheapest accessory. I think a, a,
0: a current one is uh if you don't have the move controllers or a playstation i it's it's like 400 bucks
1: really wow
0: yeah it, it yeah. might be it might be the same price as the console yeah. itself.
2: There's a lot of tech in those guys.
1: I should also yeah. add we are talking about console accessories p c accessories. I feel oh like God. that's cheating because like you can easily <laughs> spend over a thousand just on like a graphics card right now and yeah. and thinking about like no, actually for me, it was the Vive that I have for my p c which mm-hmm. I think was eight hundred when I bought it,
0: yeah, which whoa, which is yeah, way too I, much. I would, uh, I would still love to hear your PC purchases. Mm. weren't
2: the Vibes mm. 1200 at one point like the, there was like oh, a yeah. premium edition of the Vive you know, Oh, I so. think they
1: they still are like you can buy like the high end stuff and so it's like I will never use this enough to justify that price.
2: Yes, the qualifier console accessory cuz console audiences are already like kind of a bit more price sensitive than PC enthusiast yeah. gamers. We're not talking components of PCs. We're talking you fucking bought a console for four hundred bucks, and now how much did you spend on the most expensive accessory? Or how much would you be willing to spend on that? Yeah, and,
0: and and let's just all sit back and thank our lucky stars that the business of monster video cables has completely <laughs> gone away. <laughs> thank Cause that Christ, dude. I remember God like. Dang. We, Michael and I were working at a company, a startup web company, and they had purchased a bunch of monster cables for these units. And like somebody had to say, like, it's HDMI. It does not – fuck. it's on or off. They're, they're, it doesn't this care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care, yeah. These,
1: these, this was before HDMI was even standard. No, the, the right. ones that we had were like they, – they, they were like the high-end AV, like multiple plugs, yes. RCA cables. But they were horrible because – they, what they would do is like they were so tight that it, they were almost impossible to get off. And, uh, we had to take them off all the damn time to swap out different systems. So it was always just like we were just like wrenching them and ended up like, I think damaging the cables and the
0: TVs. Oh, God. I eventually stole one from, from work when I, uh, somebody gave away like a PS2 Slim. I'm like, oh, sweet. I have a DVD player in my room and it's 2007 right so i I stole one of their monster cables and like dude i could not get that thing on or off without like a fucking hammer and i think that that was how they sold like it's a quality plug there's no loss of signal i'm like there's no separating this thing from the box that's why there's no loss of signal i would
2: like to think that like as kind of you know we're tech oriented gamer types like we're pretty savvy and we're pretty good at spotting like snake oil but like we always sort of knew the monster cables were snake yeah. oil, and yet you're like, well, it's, it is gold they're using. Like, it isn't. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then there were those those early days when, like— They were made of gold! That's yeah. right! Oh, my God! <laughs> those early days no. when HDMI cables were just 50 bucks across the board, you'd go into Best Buy. That's all—you you can only buy them you, for $50 and up. Yeah for a please fucking me, HDMI me, cable. Can I have the
2: Dynex, please? Yeah. I, I, there, there was a point in the past where, yeah, like, HDMI cables were like these rare commodities. I am drowning in HDMI cables yeah. in this fucking garage, I've got dude. so
1: many fucking HDMI cables that I will never use. Yes! <laughs> and, and and I think it took, like, Amazon selling cheap ones to sort yeah. of break that illusion, like, oh, this was a scam all along. You're selling 50-cent cables for
2: $50. $50. To be fair, still, like, with HDMI 2.0 and stuff, like... You can get a bad cable. I'm not saying it's like a cheaply made cable, and, and so that's why it's not performing well. There are – HMI cables do go bad, and there's like DRM carried in the HMI signal, mm-hmm. and that can fuck with your shit, right? So you got to yeah. get one that works. But you don't have to pay yeah. four times what you no, should for that no. thing. Like,
0: yeah, and, and no guy in Arizona should be panning for the components of my fucking HDMI cable.
3: Gold! They used real gold! <laughs> I
1: forgot about that. Oh, my oh, God.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was all kinds of rare earth metals that were like, oh, I'm running short on those. That shit is dead. Just so. imagining, Just imagining
1: a, a, an old prospector like, yeehaw! I found me a monster cable. <laughs> 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 I <I'm> panned <paying a, laughs> me a whole component cable today.
2: Same. This one gets up to 720p. Those of you listening to this on your uh, Beats headphones, now you got what you paid for. You're fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, same, totally. same company as Monster originally, yeah, but
0: yeah. <laughs> fuck that. My dad got me a pair of like Ross Beats, like disc. I tried to sell them. And, like, oh, this is a- this is because they're discontinued and you only find them in TJ Maxx. And <laughs> your shit. dad got
2: you Betas instead of <laughs> Beats. <laughs> 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 Beans Beans uh,
0: <laughs> oh, These are betas by Warren G This is not <laughs>
1: Beans by Durr
0: <laughs> And I'm like shit I got a pair of beats To listen to podcasts And I go take myself out <laughs> to shitty breakfast Alone yeah. one day And then just uh, Those things come with like a cable like That you can fucking water ski with And I, you know, pay my check, (laughs) get up and leave off the table, and then, not paying attention, my headphone cable (laughs) drags all of the contents off of the. You do do the gas station, (laughs) (laughs) the gas (laughs) pump, drive away. By the way, dude, I,
2: I was in. Okay, slight segue. I was in a gas station the other day. You know, going to pay as you do, and they were talking about, and they call. There's, they have a term for it. They're like, oh, we had a drive away the other day. And I was like, "Oh, is that when someone drew off, drove off with the pump attached?" He's like, "Yeah," but the motherfucker brought it into the store, and it was leaking gas all over the floor of the store. I'm <laughs> oh, like, "Oh, that's not good!" Like, <laughs> I, I can't believe people
3: still fucking do that. Oh my god, all the time, dude.
1: It's like a thirty thousand dollar fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, like, it's
0: not it's like, cheap, yeah. I, I whatever whatever the the thing is that makes a person do that. I'm guilty of. Sometimes I walk out and like ah, there's a spot of piss on my pants. I couldn't zip them up fast enough. God damn it. Should have happened to me before. That shit has never yeah, happened to me before. I combine them. That's why I pee while gassing up my
2: car. Yeah, so I great. don't have to think about anything. And if you can't tell is that gas on my pants or piss? Yeah.
0: Pee yeah, yes.
1: into the, the tank.
0: That's why it's why Matt has to wear a mask every time he gasses up. But the local paper come up with an awesome nickname for him.
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: and it's, not uh, not not one funny enough that I could just improvise it. Right. <laughs> but, but <laughs> you, dear listener, come up with your on
2: own improv.
1: <laughs> All right. So yes, is, and Chris, yes, yeah. and what is your idea for Matt's nickname? Uh, no. <laughs> what is your price limit for console? <laughs> accessories Pistana. again console not pc right uh right.
0: let us know go to- i say you say pc too if you have a george jetson you know, chair with fine, a television fine. pointing down yeah i want <laughs> to know about Not it. pc
1: components because again those are you're you're going to dwarf everybody else on the who answers
2: if you spent two thousand on your fancy wheel for your pc fine you gotta yeah tell us about if,
1: that if you if you had to buy a gold-plated thrustmaster fine yes good tell us about that oh, I, had, okay.
0: I had a friend who was like a early uh employee of gateway and um, yeah, <laughs> remember those calf. places? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those the golden the golden pet calf PC PC stores, and they had like I think it was like a thirty five inch CRT monitor that oh, she wow. managed to get out of the store. Jesus. But I think that was like that was thousands of fucking dollars. That's what? thousands of pounds. Thirty six yeah. yeah, inch so heavy. CRT. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy big though gateway Mm -hmm.
1: we had to make them with all kinds of like three layers of lead to guard you from all that radiation yeah um
2: and probably had that stupid cow motif all over it too
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what's what's your price limit for gaming accessories console accessories whatever uh let us know go to video apocalypse.com and answer into the comments for episode four hundred and forty nine alternately uh you can visit us on the official laser time community on facebook there'll be a thread there you can answer or ping us on twitter at vg apocalypse and uh we will collect the best answers and read them on next week's show anyway that has been our show what do we have to plug
0: hmm. um shows 30 2010 yeah. um you want to hear me talk shit about hook <laughs> it's come to this i hear it brings uh, you back uh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I tried the whole show not to make a Blues Traveler reference, and Michael has to go throw it down Bang-a-rang, here. Michael. Yeah. Bang-a-rang, Michael. Bang-a-rang. Bang-a-rang. Hook is fucking terrible, and I can't wait to tell you about it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um I have some
2: ideas I'm cooking up for the Patreon. I really enjoyed our little, like, debate we did last year about Game of the Year, where you guys get to hear kind of a little bit behind the scenes how we organize them and stuff like that. So we're planning similar fun stuff for the Patreon. I do have a challenge for you listeners. It is December, and we're all spending money on gifts that we probably shouldn't be spending and don't have. So here's what I suggest. If you're not already, patreon.com slash lasertime. Become a $5 subscriber. We would really appreciate it. And if you're an existing subscriber... Those levels, you can like add to that level and still get – like if you're a $5 subscriber, go just this month. It's fine. We'd love it. Go add a dollar. Become a $6 subscriber just this month. It's fine. all your You get all the same benefits and shit like that. Just an extra dollar tip for the holidays, a little holiday bonus for laser time. That's your challenge. I'm going to challenge you, you Patreon subscribers. And if you're not a subscriber, shame on you. We have some really fun stuff we do over there. Patreon.com slash laser Time.
1: Shame on you for consuming our free content for free. Yes. How dare
2: <laughs> Not shame on you. We love you all. We yes, love even we the love free, free people. But please help us for the holidays. And uh, that's a fun
1: little challenge I'm issuing to you. Well, as always, you can visit us online at Apocalypse.com, Follow us at VGApocalypse on Twitter. Or follow me personally at Wikiparas. That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.
2: I think i've been to the carl's jr there i don't know
1: if i've been to that yeah, burger.
0: I've, I've watched a fight happen at that one they closed that one too i think
1: mm-hmm. i think it, it reopened as like you know golden star burger or something like that <laughs> <laughs> well what logo's on the sign? yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well can't we just paint over
3: it
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs>